I apologize if um, this morning's topic evoked any unpleasant memories for anyone, but it is a very practical topic because I don't have to learn, see how the Gemara, see how the case straight out of the Gemara applies to a very contemporary situation. And sometimes in Shabbos, someone encounter, encounter an unpleasant situation, you have a stuffed toilet. And for a regular weekday, you'd pull out a plunger and plunge a toilet and unstuff it. And the question is going to be today, are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? So what's the, what could possibly be the problem with plunging a toilet? So the Gemara Subas says that if you have a drain pipe or a gutter that's around your roof, and that drain pipe or gutter gets clogged up, leaves and dirt and other things get clogged, get clogged up with that, Gemara said you're only allowed to, and now it's causing a leak in your house, now your gutter or your drain pipe is backed up, nothing's going down, all the water is pooling on your roof, it's leaking into your house on Shabbos. You want to fix that gutter, you want to fix that drain pipe, so you won't have a leak on Shabbos. The Gemara says it's only permitted with three conditions. First of all, you have to clean, you can only do it, clean it out in an unusual manner. You press it down with your foot, the Gemara says. You press the dirt down with your foot, and that gets the water running again. Second condition, again, we allow it, we, even that, we only allow you to do. If there's a loss, you're leaking through, and there's a financial loss on your house now. And the third condition, the Gemara says, is that it can only be done if it's, it can only do that if it's done in private. If no one sees you. The reason for that is the problem of Marius Ayin. No one's going to know why you're allowed, why we permitted you to do this on Shabbos because you happen to have a loss. And you're not going to understand that. And there's a problem that looks like you're doing something which is prohibited. And therefore, we only allow you to do that in private. You go with three, one, three, yeah. Huh? What's the three again? Very quick. Three has to be done with the Shinai. Um, it has to be only, only with the Makam Seda after the loss. And it, and it has to be done with sin. It has to be done privately. What's the problem with cleaning out this gutter that the, that the Gemara only allowed you to do it when you had these conditions? The problem is that this gutter, when it was stuffed up, water couldn't get through. So it was essentially an unusable drain pipe. Now that you took this drain pipe and you kicked out the dirt, you pushed down the dirt, you made it usable again. You fixed it. Fixing Tanya Shabbos is ticking mono. It's, it's told of makam patish. It's, 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 you're fixing, making something which was broken, making it usable again is a violation of... Shabbos, you're transgressing, transgressing on Shabbos of fixing something on Shabbos. What it's, when you do it in an unusual manner, we'll see exactly why that helps you, but it makes it, at least downgrades the prohibition. Together with those other conditions, we now allow you to clean out your drain pipe on Shabbos. The question is, how do you take this case, it's a pipe, which is stuffed up, and apply that to our bathrooms, our contemporary toilets, where you also have, sometimes you have a pipe that gets stuffed up, on Shabbos. So there's essentially three approaches in how to compare, how to apply that case of the Gemara to our, our stuffed toilets. First approach taken by Rav Yashiv, taken by Rav Vadya, Setzeliezer, other parties came, they all say what, the exact case of the Gemara. Gemara had a stuffed pipe. Gemara said you can only do it when you have three conditions. They come along with this pipe and say you would only be allowed to, um, to, to plunge out a toilet if you have these three conditions. Okay, usually sin is not a problem. Um, usually private is not, not going to be a problem at all. Loss, usually, um, very often not having use of your bathroom would be similar to that. But the biggest problem is that you have to do it, you have to do it with a shino. You have to do it in an unusual manner. It's not so clear what would be called an unusual manner for plunging. Uh, even a lot of the things that you might think are called an unusual manner won't be effective for the, for the plunger. You need exact pressure to, to get it to work. Um, and therefore, these pipes can say that you're kind of stuck on Shabbos and you're not going to have many ways out of how to be able to plunge your toilet. That's the approach taken by Ravadio, the sister of the other two pipes not known for their stringencies. And they both say that doing plunging in a regular manner on Shabbos would be forbidden. 
Other parties can want to say, well, one second over here. We're dealing with a case of covered abrius, of human dignity. Very often, someone that has a stuffed toilet on the Shabbos, for sure, if that's the only toilet they have in their house available, they're not going to have to go knock on a neighbor's door every time they want to use the bathroom. That's a case of human dignity. Other cases, depending on how many people you have around, how many guests you have, if sometimes the mere fact of the toilet stuff, depending on who's around, could be a, a question of human dignity. They want to say, okay, so if we have a question of covered abrius, then we have, sometimes we have a lot of room to be lenient. When are we allowed to be lenient and just go and do a prohibition because of covered abrius? You're only allowed to do that if we're dealing with a rabbinic prohibition. Not allowed to do that if you're dealing with a derisa with a Torah-level prohibition. So cleaning out this drain pipe of the Gemara's case, is that a Torah-level prohibition or is that a rabbinic prohibition? So it comes along with the Prima Godin, he says, it's not a real prohibition. You're not really fixing it. It looks like you're fixing it. It's not really broken. It just looks like it's broken. Not really broken. There's a little dirt stuck in there. And therefore, he says, the whole thing is, why is it prohibited on Shabbos? Because it looks like you're fixing it. Okay, looking like you're fixing it is only a drabbanon, it's only a rabbinic prohibition on Shabbos, and the Aruch Hashokhan says like that as well. So come along someplace, you want to say, well, since we're dealing with the case of Kavit Abrius, you and Dignity, and Prima Godim says it's only an Isra drabbanon, only a rabbinic prohibition, great. Now you're allowed to plunge your toilet in a regular fashion. If you can't do it using a, in a usual way, you'd be able to do that in a regular fashion on Shabbos. There's two problems with this. First of all, just from a practical standpoint, you have to evaluate each situation if it really fits into the categories of covered abrius. Not every situation where there's some discomfort fall in the category of covered abrius. If you're sure if it's your only bathroom in your house, for sure it would be. But all the other cases, you have to evaluate on a case-by-case basis. But even the bigger problem is that this assumption that the Prima Godin makes that cleaning up the, the pipe around your roof is only a Durabanan is very not simple at all. And most Rishayim seem to assume that it's an Isra Duraisa, it's a Torah level prohibition. They don't speak it out explicitly, that's what the Prima Godin one arguing head to head with these Rishayim. But if you look at their words, look at the clear of the, the Akhrainim bring proofs from, from Taisus and from the other Rishayim, they hold it's an, an Isra Duraisa, a Torah level prohibition to clean out the roof. What's the proof from Taisus? We said before that you're only allowed to um, clean out the dirt from the roof if you do a bit sinner, you do it privately. Why do you have to do it privately? So you have to do it privately because the problem with Meyer saying it looks like you're, it looks like you're doing something that you're not allowed to do. You happen to have, a, a, you happen to have a, a leniency over here, but it looks like you're doing something you're not allowed to do, and therefore you have to do it privately. Ask Tysus, we never allow you, anytime there's a problem with Meyer saying of, that looks bad, we don't say, well, if no one sees you, it's okay. Once we say you can't do it because it, it looks like you're doing a, a violation, something, in that case, we say you're not allowed to do it even in private. So that's Taisus. So why is Argamar saying you can do it in private? Oh, anytime we have a prohibition of Maris Ayin, that look, other people are going to see you, they're going to think you're doing something wrong, doing it in private doesn't help you. So how come it's permitted to do it in private? Says Taisus, that idea that you're not allowed to do anything in private, which you wouldn't be allowed to do in public, is only when the with prohibition you're dealing with is a Torah level prohibition. If the deal, prohibition you're dealing with is a rabbinic prohibition, you're allowed to. So the text says, why is cleaning out the gutter only a rabbinic prohibition? Because you're doing it in an unusual manner. Clear from Texas that if you were to do it in the usual way, this is again how you're going to plunge a toilet usually, that would be a Torah level prohibition. It's only a rabbinic prohibition because you're doing it in an unusual way. But if it was done in the regular way, it would be, seen from Tysus, would be a Torah level prohibition. And therefore, come to according to Tysus, we're dealing with an Isser Deraisa. Rabbi Yosef points out that many other Rishonim hold similarly, other rise from other Rishonim, they also hold that we're dealing with a Torah level prohibition of cleaning, uh, of, of fixing a pipe on Shabbos. 
comes out, according to all these Rishayim, that idea that we're going to have a leniency because we're dealing with covered Avrias would not be applicable over here. So, so far we have one group of Paiskim want to say that it's, that it's the same prohibition as the Gemara and you cannot do it in a regular fashion. Others want to say maybe it's dealing with the case of covered Avrias. That does not seem so simple to rely upon. Does this want to say that even if you go to an unusual, there's a different surface. This is called a bris. That case of the guard is not called a bris. Tyson? Mm-hmm. What's your question? Tyson could have a, a, a nice approach in saying the reason why, you could, we can say that, even though Tyson says the reason why you could do that in the case of the guard is because I'm doing it in a shiroi. Yeah, that means that, that's, that's, that's why it's not a problem of doing it privately. That's why, that, that's, that's why I'm doing it in a shiroi. Right, but over here, why can't you just say that, I think you, you alluded to it, it's covered a bris, so we don't need that. No, because you, you need it to be a derabonon. You need to no, be a derabonon. It is a derabonon. Then you have to do it in a shiroi, then. It's not so simple to do plunging with a shiroi. Oh, yeah, it's only because it's a shina over there. Yeah, yeah. only because I said that's why it's that's why it's, that's why it's a one. Comes along a third group of paiskim and take a whole different approach to this. They say, okay, we were assuming till now that the parallel between the drain pipe on the roof and the and the soft toilet is an exact parallel. Come along, group Shomadam Arbach and the Debatina Rav, and they say, no, 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 completely different scenario. And they really start out with a question essentially on the Gemara. If you have a if you have a toilet and your kid goes and throws a tennis ball in there, <laughs> and now it's just covering the top of the, the hole of the, of the toilet, it's just sitting there covering, nothing's going to go down. You try flushing, nothing going anywhere. Are you allowed to pick up that tennis ball and take it out? Of course, that's not a broken toilet. The tennis ball is stuck in there, your kid's stuck in there, you're for sure allowed to take it out. If you have a, if you're your sink in your kitchen and there's some peels covering the, where it goes down, where, where it drains out, are you allowed to pick up those peels? Yeah, it's not a broken thing. So who cares if it got stuck a little further in? Why does the Gemara, why does the Gemara say you can't, you can't clean out this drain pipe on Shabbos, they ask? Not a broken, not a broken pipe, there's something stuck there. Why is that, why is, why, why is that, why is that called, the same way you'd be able to uh, remove a tennis ball, everyone understands, the same way you'd be able to remove peels from the top of your, of, of your drain, why is something stuck a little further in, now all of a sudden we're going to say that's a, that, that, that's an Isra Isa maybe of, of, of fixing a broken pipe on Shabbos. Therefore, come along with Shomazam Arbach and Debatina Rav, and they both give a case here. The Gemara is talking about a different case than we thought. Shomazam Arbach says the case of the Gemara, not talking about a, just a drain pipe, it's not talking about the drain pipe that goes down, it's talking specifically about the gutter on top of your roof, and the gutter, which is essentially somewhat similar to our gutters, that it's flush with the, you know, if you had a flat roof, that it's be flush with the, um, the, the top of the gutter would be flush with, with the rest of the roof. When it fills up with all this, with all this dirt and leaves and grass and whatever thing over there, it basically disappears. It's dug out from like your roof, and when it fills up, there's no more gutter. I see, just see a flat roof now. All right, to clean that out, I'm making a new gutter on Shabbos. So that's the whole case of the Gemara. A case if you had a pipe, everyone sees a pipe. I don't care if I stuff the stuff up with, with, with grass and weeds and whatnot. I see a pipe. When I have this gutter that's flush with the roof and it fills up, I don't see a gutter anymore. That, and I'm now creating a new gutter. A pipe, he says, a regular pipe, that would never be a problem of cleaning it out on Shabbos. He says, no different than taking off tennis bolt, no different than removing the, 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 the peels off the top of the drain. It's not a broken pipe. It's a usable, great pipe. There's something stuck in there. I have to take it out. That's if you're seeing it from the roof level. If you see from any level. It's not, not that okay, our, 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 you know, our gutters may have a thing. You don't take a, a dugout, you know, something just like a hole that's dug out along the, along the roof, right? If you just see that, you just see a all filled up. This dirt, maybe this is a little more roof material, but I just see—I wouldn't see a pipe. I wouldn't see any space. I just see a whole thing filled up. Yeah, if you're looking at the ground up, you're still seeing that. 
saying, if you're at the root, same root level, I see what you're saying, that it's all flat now. And so if you remove it now, okay, yeah. down here, the fact that he moved out something, how's that? Because I see, I, don't, I didn't see, I just saw everything flat. No matter what angle I look at it, I just see a flat thing with nothing with any pipe. Here I see, a clear, when I have a regular pipe, I clearly see an identifiable pipe. Zabatina <laughs> Rav, also he asks the same questions basically, and he, and he, and he says the case of the Gemara is talking about. It. Different scenario, he says the case of the Gemara is talking about specifically, uh, you know, it can say even talking about a drain pipe, but it's something we're built up over time. He says, some you have leaves and dirt that built up over time, becomes hardened, becomes essentially part of the pipe, and you break through that, now you're making a new pipe. So something gets stuck in there, same idea as from Zaman, something gets stuck in there just because you know, it's too narrow for this, for this object to get through. It's going to become part of the pipe. It's not a broken pipe. just needs a little more pressure to get through. And therefore, they want to say that is not a broken pipe. It's not similar to the case of the Gemara. The case of the Gemara, again, like from Zaman, either specifically talking about a, a gutter where you don't see it anymore, or according to the Debatina Rubber, talking about something which built up over time and became hardened and became almost like part of the pipe to break that through. Now that was making a new pipe. But the cases of just some tissues stuck in, in, or anything else stuck in your toilet pipes, they want to say is not considered to be a case of fixing anything on Shabbos. It comes out essentially again the three approaches how to compare our Gemara to um, to the case of the toilets. Yashiv or Vadi Yosef to the other want to say that's the exact thing. Thing you can only do it if you have a shinoi, which is not so practical on our toilets. Others want to suggest maybe the idea of Kavadabrius says it's not so simple to rely upon. Rishon Zalman. And the Debesina Rav say, no, Shaykh, that's not, our, that's not our Gemara. Our, our toilets are not the Gemara at all, and our toilets are, are not a problem fixing them at all. So, Arbach does say, in Shemir Shabbos, brings down that he does say that it's not 100% clear what he's saying. You have to remember also the Gemara did not, you know, he's making a case into the Gemara. It's not clearly the case of the Gemara. He says that only rely upon that when you have a Serech Godel, you have a big need. You can imagine what that could be on Shabbos. That's when you should rely upon it. But if you have other options, other viable options, use those options first. Everyone except for, you know, almost everyone except for the Debatina Rav says using a snake would always be prohibited. On Shabbos, say anything you need a snake to get out of, um, you know, to, to snake the pipes, that's, that's something which is really blocked, not just something which got, you know, stuck in there a little bit, needs a little more pressure. Debatina Rav, that's when it should be that it's caked in so much that no, because he holds something that came even if he said even the snake he, he thinks it's not, it's not it just it just just harder to get through that spot. It's not caked in. It's, not, it's just still it's a soft thing that just got stuck there. It was less pressure, less. Than, but most pipes can hold that even that using a snake would always be a problem on Shabbos. Practically, what do you do? You have this big machlekes you know, contemporary paiskim. Um, just to quote the way the the to the popular English farm, English halachas farm, say it. There's an art scroll um, safer from Simcha Budenkohn. They have the great safer from Ribiat to the popular English farm. They both say we're dealing with a possible, likely malacha de rice over here. <coughs> On the other hand, we're dealing with something could be a hard situation. They say if you need it, you can, you, 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 you know, you can plunge. They said if you have other, again, they also say if you have other viable options, it's not worth it to get yourself into this problem. It's a need. You didn't need that particular toilet. Okay, so a big embarrassment. All these, these situations, maybe they say you can rely on those lenient paiskim, but if it, barring that situation, you have many other options. You have a lot of toilets in your house, you're not a lot of, a lot of people around, it's not going to be an embarrassing situation, then these paiskim say that one should wait till after Shabbos to avoid a possible malachal deraisa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.